in the car with my daughter who will not be coming on live. So she knows she can't say anything, right? Say hi. Hi. All right. So look, we're going to do this uh, real quick. We're going to talk about joy on the inside. Inside joy. Now, this is probably only going to be a handful of minutes because I got to pay attention. She's in the car. I don't want her, you know, I don't like to talk about anything too, too tough. But anyway, I want to talk about a couple of things. It, it wasn't lost on me when my daughter's twin brother made the comment about um, someone at school and said that, you know what? She's always depressed and she's always in a bad mood. That's a sign that she doesn't have God. And then he made a comment about her being depressed. And I thought it was interesting. He's like, you know what? If you had God, you probably wouldn't be depressed as much. Now, he was talking about this young lady at school. And I've had conversations before with other people that I'm friends with. We were talking about um, real joy, real happiness, what it's like being married and finding that fulfillment even when things are not going the way we want and how we have to change stuff. And we had these long conversations. Um, I don't want to deep dive on that because that's more of like a conversation. Well, I guess it's related, but it was in relation to marriage. But what was interesting about that was I actually came across um, a short clip from OU, Oklahoma University. That's where I got my master's from, um, by the way. Um, I got my engineering degree from an engineering school, and I got my master's from there. But anyway, OU, they just won the national championship, right? And what was so great about these young ladies was I was listening to this softball team talking about, like, how they keep their eyes upwards, right? They keep their eyes on the prize. And these young ladies said something that was I, – I love what they said. You know what they said? They said, you know, it's great when you win a championship. But then what comes next? So the one girl had mentioned something on the lines of when she was a freshman and she won the championship and she was like, well, what's next, right? Because she had reached the, the, the pinnacle, the penultimate. But then now what? And when she was, and then as they were all talking during this press conference, they were basically saying like, you know, when you are full of real joy for who, who you belong to, who you worship, I mean, I'm just kind of like paraphrasing. They're like, you know, whether you win or lose, that happiness is in you anyway. So they're like, you know, it's great that we won a championship. I think they've won like two or three years in a row, actually. But they were like, but if we don't, we're good, right? And so what they were saying was, it's like, it reminds me of something that Whitney Houston said. It was kind of related. I remember something on the lines of Whitney Houston made the comment, I believe it was her, that, hey, if she based her value off of, I think it was like her critics or the media or whatever, well, then... Anytime that she did well, that was great. But then that means anytime they had something bad to say about her, then that's who she was too. And they were, what she was basically saying is, I can't base my happiness and my self-worth based off of what other people think about me. Because then when they don't think well about me, then, then am I like a piece of crap too? Like, so it can't be based off of that. And so when I listen to these ladies talk about where their real joy and real self-worth and all that stuff came from, they say, you know, it's rooted in God. They were like, that's where it comes from. So whether I win or lose is neither here nor there. They're like, it is what it is. That is where the real joy comes from. When you know who you belong to and what he has done and how he has brought you here and how he can take you anywhere. Now I'm adding on the extra, but I love that. You know, it reminds me of a story or a comment I heard. I want to say it was like 15, 20 years ago. And I don't know why this stuck with me, but 
this was back during the heyday when you had Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie had that show. They had like a reality television show. I don't know. It was a long time ago, 15, 20 years ago. And there was this person on TV. I don't know. It was, I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was like a psychologist or therapist or whatever it was. But someone was narrating on TV. And the guy said something like, you know, you got to feel so sad for Paris Hilton. And I was like, well, why should now I'm young too. Keep in mind, I'm like my late teens, early twenties or something along those lines. And I was like, why would I feel bad for somebody who's rich, who has everything? And this man, it was a psychiatrist or therapist, whatever said, imagine having everything and never having the joy of working for that thing or achieving something to achieve a thing. You know what I mean? Imagine being robbed of that opportunity to realize the efforts of something for you. Like if everything is given and you have everything, now you've got to chase this next big high. So they're like, this is why you see her engaged in all these antics and shenanigans on television. Now this is back in the day. And I was like, very interesting. And it made me pause. And they were like, so imagine they were like, so many of us have that feeling of achieving something, whether it's that grade that we worked hard for, or it could be a race where you created something, you wrote the best paper, you built the best thing, or, you know, like you discovered this thing, you've done something where you, you were proud of and you, you had to work hard and you achieved it and it felt great. And you're enjoying that moment. And like, and imagine being her and you never had to do those things because it was all given and you don't have that real joy on the inside, the self-worth. Now, granted, he didn't bring in Jesus, but I liken it to that type of thing. Imagine not having the real deal. Imagine not having put in the work of gaining this relationship with your, you know, with Jesus Christ. Imagine not having that feeling and not knowing what it's like to have joy even when you get bad news. I'll never forget when I got some, some bad news in, in, in recent times and how all I did was just get into a place of worship you know I got into oh you just really just hungry you just getting it in while I'm trying to do my you gotta laugh while you're eating my daughter is doing too much she got the nerve to laugh at me while I'm like so you're just gonna make all this noise <laughs> but anyway this is the reason why getting back to my point I was thinking about the whole Paris Hilton thing, the OU on softball team, my son talking about when you don't have real joy, I can see how you can be depressed. I can see how you can be depressed. This is why people are always yelling and snapping and all these things. And I was like, wow, that was so profound for my baby. I will end with this only because I know it, it will probably trigger people. But let me just say this. I constantly bring up Beyonce, right? Because I know she's a great influencer. And I think right now some of the stuff she's doing is demonic. I think the entertainment industry is demonic. And people want to fight me on it, which lets me know that your eyes are not open. And I'm like, look, this is the reason why Beyonce can't just sit down somewhere. She has to be part of industry because that's where her self-esteem lies. It lies in promoting her sexuality. She needs to be adored and she needs that adulation. She needs the fame and the spoils that go with it, right? She needs that. She can't just sit home and raise those babies. And because she can't do it now, she's got her daughter out there. 
it's a really sad situation. And the only thing I, I'm hoping that people are, she's got some people surrounding her that can get in her ear and help her break free from this. She can't stop. I'm not going to sit here and say that Rihanna's any better, but you know what? Rihanna's like, I don't have to be out there in industry. Beyonce needs that. It's like a high for her. She needs it. She needs it. I want to get over in this lane and this car is just chilling. I'm like, can you move so I can get over? Shut up, car. I just put my signal on. All right. I'm going to get a little aggressive here. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting to, 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 um, pull all this together like it wasn't by accident that I've heard all these things in short succession between my son and the OU and, and suddenly I remember that Paris Hilton um comment that was made like years ago and they I always think about Beyonce and like I said Beyonce she's so fabulous and and so haunted you know allegedly um she this is the reason why there's just certain things that I don't promote to my kids. Beyonce is going through it. And a lot of people who are not awakened to the shenanigans will go out of their way to defend her as if, you know what, what I'll do is I should just end this and come back on. And I'm just going to talk about Beyonce for a second. I'm just, this is just going to be more on Beyonce. I don't know what I'm going to title it. Hopefully this will only be about, um, a couple of minutes. So anyway, let me know what you think. Leave a comment and subscribe because I'm amazing in every way and can do no wrong.